0: Hey, what is happening? Impact Wrestling fans, welcome to the Impact Wrestling Homecoming pay-per-view review. If you happen to be new here, please consider subscribing. And question of the video, did you guys get to see Homecoming and how would you rate this pay-per-view? On this review, I'm gonna be fair and square. We're gonna be talking about the good things and the bad things. Let's start first with the bad things, then we will, you know, talk about the good stuff. First things first, the production value of this pay-per-view. Holy cow. I know that Asylum have a shorter than usual type of roof. Therefore, it is hard to do the lighting over there, but that that you're looking at your screen is not good enough, especially for pay, View And I get it, but don't let that be too distracting from, obviously, the first match of the night. In a four-way Ultimate X match, we got J. Chris, Ethan Page, Rich Swan, and Trey Miguel. Obviously, at the very early beginning of the match, we saw all the guys racing for the belt. None of them, obviously, get to grab it. That early on, then we saw the first spot of the night with Ethan Page doing a body slam from the third rope on Trey Miguel to the other two guys on the outside. Then we saw Rich Swan with a suicide dive. Then we saw him, no, Trey Miguel with a moonsault from one of the steel beams from the Ultimate X. Then we saw the three of them, you know, Teaming up together to become the big guy and attack uh, Ethan Page with a power bomb to knee drop. Then we saw J. Chris hitting a tombstone pile driver <laughs> on the outside on Rich Swan. Then Ethan Page with a spear, the usual spear. Then at the very late spot of this. Match at the finish, we saw Trey Miguel racing versus Rich Swan, and Rich Swan was able to outpace him and grab the X Division belt. Hell, he even grabbed it with his knees. This guy's the smooth operator Rich Swan. So good match, good match, good opener. I have seen better X Division matches and Ultimate X, but that's not the point. We're judging it as it is. So it was a good opener, a three-star and a little bit type of opening. Then next we got Brian Cage cutting the promo before his main event tonight. First time he wrestling for the Impact World Title. He was mad during this promo. Next we got tag team match: Ali and SuYang versus Kiera Hogan and Jordan Grace at the very stages of this match. We saw Kira Hogan full of energy going, you know, balls deep, full high caffeine. Then we saw a weird type of spot, you know, usually when you have referee distraction, you try to do that like on a quarter of the ring avoiding being in a corner of the ring and, like, they put her in a bad spot and she kind of looked lost and everybody (laughs) saw that. But it is what it is, man. This this is a live television show. Mm -hmm. Next, we saw a good spot out of them. We saw Jordan Grace going for a suplex and Kira Hogan finish it up with some sort of a spear in order to, you know, make her land. Then, we saw <laughs> Jordan Grace doing um uh, the power slam with also Soo young on the top. So she did the double spot power slam and power bomb for a two-count. Then we saw Soyoung young hitting the green miss, the red miss on Jordan Grace. And Ali went ahead, no, went ahead and put the mandible claw on Kira Hogan. For the victory. Then after the match, Su Young wanted to finish Kira Hogan. She wanted to send her to the other side, to the underworld. And obviously, there was casket brought into the ring. They opened up the casket, and guess who showed up? Rosemary. Okay, I was. Let's be 100% honest here. I was excited seeing her, you know, being happy that we finally get to see her. However, it was plain as a daylight that Rosemary is still having problems with her knee. And I was too distracted, too much paying attention to that. Not enough to the stuff that they were happening, you know outside of the ring I was paying too much attention to the to the knee and obviously that was my I was wrong on that and I bet if I was doing that I bet there was a lot of impact fans doing the same stuff it was kind of distracting and I kind of feel bad for for rosemary and stuff but it is what it is. Do you feel distracted too by, by this spot and you know the way they were shutting it? Because at the end of the day I'm I'm here home on Puerto Rico. If you don't show me that, I don't pay attention to that. But by you know, putting it like in the middle of the of the shot, you were looking at that. Outside of that this segment was useful and effective. Then obviously Rosemary push. Su Young to the other brights, and then she had a little bit of a face-off with Dark Ali, and obviously Dark Ali ended up going away. Good match, good segment o- overall, and I already say my piece about Rosemary. Next we got Moose versus Edgar in a false count anywhere match. Obviously, Moose was doing his entrance, and Eddie Edwards was so pissed that he attacked him during this entrance. Good details over there. To, to kudos to to Impact Wrestling. Then Moose got pissed off and he hit Eddie Edwards with the power bomb on the ring apron. Then Moose set up, you know, this mess that you're seeing <laughs> in the ring. Oh boy, this doesn't look like a good idea. <laughs> Next, we got Eddie Edwards doing his world-famous caffeine shot suicide dive. Then they brawl on the outside, and Eddie Edwards went ahead and did a suicide jump from the second, you know, stairs to moves on the floor on the outside. Then Eddie Edwards went ahead, hit a superplex in inside of the ring. Then, the uh, the crazy part of the night, of the match. <laughs> Eddie Edwards went ahead and hit a backdrop on Moose, and Moose ended up landing on the steel barricade on the outside. Obviously, Moose bended that steel barricade in half. Then, Eddie Edwards went ahead and grabbed Kenny, to finish Moose and his wife Alicia Edwards showed up. However, she grabbed the candle streak Kenny, and she went ahead and she beat up Moose. Moose uh Eddie Edwards went ahead, hit uh DDT. Now that you know his mentor was Raven, Raven <laughs> and Tommy Driver. And that's the way he picked up the victory. Another solid match. It was a, you know, above average type of match. Nothing too crazy, but it was a good, you know, enjoyable type of match. Obviously, we're still talking about the undercard of this show. This is where things picked up. Sammy Callahan versus Willie Mack. These guys went ahead and they got a good, solid match. At the very early stages, we saw the Mack with a moonsault, then Sammy Callahan with a powerbomb on the corner, then a knee, that was a combo type of deal. Then we saw Willie Mack with the stunner for a two count. Then we saw a dead body driver from the second rope, from Sammy Callahan to Willie Mac. Then the Lariat on Mac by Sammy Callahan. Then the finish. Sammy Callahan went ahead and hit the pile driver, the pile driver 76. And that was it for Willie Mac. Good match. Pictures and way of recounting it doesn't do it that much justice so i encourage you to check out this match on his and his entirety when you can next we got e like drake with a promo doing a reference to the bird box you know movie that everybody's talking about by the way i haven't seen that that movie i need to see it during this week Let's see. <laughs> Next, we got Eli Drake versus uh, the Monster Abyss in a Monsters Ball match. Obviously, Eli Drake was wearing a different type of, uh, you know, in ring attire, like a different jacket. And speaking about jackets, he went ahead and grabbed the jacket of Abyss, and he tried to talk him at the very early stages of this match. Then the Abyss and like Drake did a spot, and Abyss took the the cripple type of stuff, whatever, and he put it in the chest and crippled you know, like Drake on the chest. Then Abyss set up two tables on the outside. Then they did the usual trade-ups between Uh, (laughs) garbage cans and that type of stuff with Eli Drake being the one on top hitting the monster Abyss. Then he went ahead and tried to run and hit Abyss with the steel garbage can. However, Abyss took advantage of that and he did uh, some type of German type of releasing suplex Therefore, he ended up throwing Eli Drake to the outside two two tables. Good, good stuff. Then, Abyss found a bag, and, and who can guess what the hell was on it? Obviously, thumbtacks. He went ahead, he set up the thumbtacks. However, Eli Drake went ahead, grabbed the thumbtacks off on his hand, and he went ahead, and try to throw it to Abyss. However, Abyss moved out of the way, and the tomtax landed on the face of Kid Referee. <laughs> right then, we saw, I think, the most unironically hilarious spot of the night. I was laughing very loud when I saw it. We saw right Kid Ref with the TomTax on his face. And there was someone like from the staff. Instead of you know trying to help the guy, he was just you know throwing water like <laughs> like the counter of having a thumbtack on your face. It is just water. Someone just can just put water on your head, and that's it. You're gonna be one hundred percent fine, holy cow! But that is the magic of professional wrestling. Then. The monster abyss. He went ahead and he found his weapon of choice Janice. The, but the <laughs> nails cover baseball bat to hit Eli Drake and finish this whole thing. However, Eli Drake was able to counter that out of the hands of. However, he was not able to counter the chokeslam and the monster abyss hit a chokeslam on Eli Drake on the thumbtacks. And Eli Drake was not wearing any type of shirt or anything like that. Crazy spot, you know, kudos to Eli Drake. (laughs) Then after that, Eli Drake went ahead and he tried to grab one of those police type of, you know, uh, wraps, the plastic wraps, right? But the spot, you know, was not good. They tried to set up to something not without thinking about it. But Eli Drake, like a pro that he is, he said, yo, this is like a stupid idea. Let me throw it and we're gonna run with what we have. So that is a good call on the ring by Eli Drake. Instead of, you know, keep trying it and ended up being showcased on Bochamania. Then Eli Drake went ahead and hit Abyss multiple times with a chair and then he broke, let me say it again, he broke the paddle on the head of the monster abyss and that was it winner of this monsters balls match eli drake solid match solid solid bout and both guys work hard and the whole you know mesh have the crowd going you know hot for it next we got killer cross calling a promo saying hey i am just gonna be here at homecoming. I'm not scheduled to wrestle, but I'm gonna be paying attention, especially to you, Johnny, because you owe me. Next, we got the best match of the night. We got the Latin American exchange, LAX versus the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon, Junior, and Phoenix. At the very early stages of this match, we saw the Lucha Brothers hitting their finisher on Santana, the Fear Factory. Then we saw Phoenix hitting a suicide dive to Ortiz. You know, they went balls deep very early on on this match. Then later on, we saw Santana hitting a vertical moonsault on the outside to Pentagon Jr., a very good looking aside type of moonsault. Then we saw a crazy spot where Phoenix went ahead, did a suicide dive. However, Pentagon Jr. pushed him midway through into LAX. Then, obviously, Pentagon went ahead for the kill and a suicide dive of his own. Then, once again, the Lucha Brothers hit the Fear Factory on Santana, but only for two count. Then LAX traded blows by hitting their finisher, the uh, Street Sweet on Phoenix, but only for a two count. Then at the finish, we saw LAX hitting the down under finisher on Phoenix for the victory. This match was really good. Me recapping it, a review or anything like that, doesn't do enough justice. I will highly suggest to you to check out this match. This was the best match of the night, and we saw LAX retaining those tag team belts. Then after the and we saw Conan coming down to the ring and saying, hey, you were you both things were professional enough to wrestle each other without things getting personal. And everybody, you know, just like raised their hand. That to me, Robert Rosello, came as a send off to the Lucha Brothers because there have been a speculation that there are people out there that wanna sign the Lucha Brothers. So this came across as that. We will have to wait and see till the uh, tapings, and we will find out the truth about all of this, but this came across as a stand-up to the Lucha Brothers, and it was a hell of a setup. up Next, we got the knockout match, the pre-main event, the second main event of the show. Tessa Blanchard versus Taya Valkyrie with Gail Kim being the special guest referee. At the very early stages, we saw Tessa Blanchard bending the rules a little bit, you know, choking Taya Valkyrie on the outside. At one point, we saw Tessa Blanchard hitting gail Kim on her face. Once Gil was on the outside, Tessa Blanchard went ahead and grabbed the Knockouts belt to hit Taya Valkyrie and finish this match up and retain. Well, however, uh, Tessa Blanchard failed on commandment number zero. And commandment number zero is don't get caught. So she got caught by Gail Kim. And they were doing the talk of war with the knockouts belt. However, that ended up with Gail Kim hitting Taya Valkyrie on the head with the knockouts belt, but only for it to count. Tessa Blanchard got hot at Gail King. However, Gil King is not going to fuck around with you. Gail King went ahead, and she hit the eat defeat on Taya on Tessa Blanchard. Taya Valkyrie went ahead and hit the road to Bahala. And that was it. Winner and new knockout champion, Taya Valkyrie. Good match. This was not a bad match. However, it was missing the sec that second gear. It was like when you're uh, learning to drive standard and you have the, the car just on first first year. It was like that. It did not peak at all, and you know it felt like that. However, the things people were expecting out of this match, we got it. We got the face-off and the confrontation between between Gail Kim and Tessa Blanchard. And as I said on my preview, that feud between Tessa Blanchard and Gail Kim, it is above the knuckles belt. That's a match that sells itself up. You do not need the knuckles belt to make that match effective. So good stuff and good decision at the end of the day. I know I'm not the biggest fan of interruptions and wacky shenanigans on pay-per-view main event. matching. however, they did it one time and I am all right with, you know, someone doing that, you know, rules bending at least one time on a show. I can live with that. Don't do it more than that because you're putting putting too much sugar on, on that, that that it is wrestling and it, you're making it too sticky. Next, we got a big announcement. Impact Wrestling, since they moved to Pursuit now this upcoming Friday, not a lot of people have that channel. However, they decided to simulcast on Twitch. So if you don't have Pursuit like me and there's no way for you to get that channel like me, you could tune in to Twitch at 10 p.m. Uh, January and see the show. What I'm wondering if, if they're gonna be archiving the show on Twitch or do you have to be actually on the page at that moment in time to watch that show? Next, we got the main event of the evening. We got an impact versus by Ryan Cage. Brian Cage showed up with some sort of Terminator gear. I don't know about that. (laughs) A strange choice to me, (laughs) but it's what it is, right? At the very early stages on, we saw Brian Cage going balls deep, hitting the F5 on Johnny Impact, then a vocal power bomb, then he went ahead and tried to hit Weapon X. However, Johnny Impact, you know, reversed it midway through. Good reversal, by the way. Then Johnny Impact went ahead, hit the Starship Pame for only a two count. Then my favorite spot during this match, Johnny Impact and Brian Cage hit the Spanish fly from the third rope. And we're talking about big dudes. We're not talking about some X division you know, little type of guy, Ricochet or something like that. We're talking about big dudes, like six feet tall. And, you know, Brian Cage is at least like 250. So good looking spot, you know, impressive as hell. Then we saw Brian Cage messing around. With the friends of Johnny Impact. They were the guys who were with Johnny Impact on his team on Survivors. And obviously, Brian Cage trying to get under the skin of Johnny Impact. He was, you know, attacking him, them fucking with them. However, that is, there was a little exchange between them. And this is kind of when things went south. I don't know what the hell happened with Josh Matthews but i think he left the commentary tables therefore you do not listen to that side of his audio you can only listen during this after this time only to don callis like for a span of a minute and it was like totally weird something it was off i don't know what the hell happened i don't care to know but it it was it it was very noticeable then At the finish, we saw Brian Cage going ahead and and doing a deadlift suplex, but he was standing on the second rope on the outside. However, Johnny Impact ended up reversing that into a small package for a very, 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 Questionable three count. Everybody in the arena, everybody watching at home, and even the referee was confused to what the hell it happened. It did look really bad. It kind of took the air out of the room and people were booing Johnny Impact. Let's let's be fair, let's be saying the truth. People were booing Johnny Impact. And he is supposed to be the clean cut baby face. Right? So I was watching, I was just quite just observing things and I was like, yo. I think but mo- this moment in time the wisest decision would have been to call an audible, some audible, even you know, restart the match, have like 30 seconds, a minute and do the pin once again and do the, the right thing. Do not finish like with this questionable three count. This kind of left a bitter taste on everybody, everyone's mouth. And then obviously, John, uh, Brian Cage was kind of pissed off. He went ahead and give the belt to Johnny Impact like saying, hey, you got lucky. This, this fucking referee screwed me over. So better luck next time. Because you're gonna need it, because I'm taking that belt away from you. Then we saw Johnny Impact with Taya Valkyrie, now the new knockout champion, you know, celebrating as a powered couple that they are right now on Impact Wrestling. And hell, Impact Wrestling went ahead and they even put the 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 little letters on the outside atom wrestling television with Johnny Impact and Taya Valkyrie, you know, with both with the bell. However, Killer Cross decided to show up and he attacked Johnny Impact? Okay, that was good. Then <laughs> Killer Cross went to the step above that. He went ahead and attacked Taya Valkyrie and he powerbombed her. <laughs> To some guys on the public, and that's how Impact Wrestling Homecoming went off the air. You know, this was shocking for for the moment, right? We were not expecting, you know, Killer Cross to attack Taya. I was expecting Killer Cross to attack Johnny Impact, yeah, but not to powerbomb <laughs> Taya Valkyrie. However let's backtrack a little bit since the crowd were already mad at johnny impact by beating brian cage with a questionable finish they were booing him they ended up cheering for killer cross for attacking the guy who won not clearly enough so the psychology of this was was turned the other way around but it is what it is, right? We cannot fix everything in wrestling. So that is my homecoming review. Thank you a lot for finishing this video through. Make sure to share it around with your friends. And if you enjoy it, if you find this video entertaining, please consider subscribing. And make sure you join me in later this weekend because I'm gonna be doing a big channel update because there's gonna be a change in direction when it comes down to this YouTube channel and this podcast. By the way, you can find this video if you of this audio. If you don't wanna see, go to YouTube or any of that noise, you can subscribe to this show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on all of those places. So please consider that alternative for you too. obviously support this channel and this project that it is called Robert Does Wrestling. Thank you a lot for listening, and I will see you next time.